Barry Soper, political editor, with me now. Hey, Barry. Good afternoon, Heather. So this protest that unfolded at Parliament, um, did you get a tennis ball lobbed at you, did you? <laughs> well, they weren't, you know, I think that's probably a bit of an overstatement. There were a few tennis balls, balls that were sort of rolled across the parliamentary forecourt. But um, look, it was a very loud, boisterous protest. There's no doubt about that. Um, we asked the Prime Minister on her way into the House whether she was aware of it, and you could not be not aware of it. Uh, she would have been looking down from her ninth floor office onto the parliamentary forecourt and would have seen the thousands of protesters. It was enormous. It, was, it flooded the whole ground right up to the old um, parliamentary library. Um, and, uh, yeah, she says that, um, look, they didn't represent the bulk of New Zealanders um, and she says she speaks for the bulk of New Zealanders and she's thanked them for being vaccinated. So put the um, protesters where she believes they should be. But um, look, um, there were Donald Trump banners, although what, do, what uh, making America great again is going to do for New Zealand, goodness only knows. Um, there were placards on a variety of topics, uh, mainly anti-vax, um, and, but there was one there that uh, took my um, eye, and that was that um, uh, in two years, 28 died with COVID in this country, while more than 1,200 have suicided, which was uh, an interesting concept. Um, the media was slated, and uh, you know I was talking to uh, a guy who had been screaming at the media for some time, and um, the media kept their distance, but I went and had a yarn to him, and uh, he was a driving, driving instructor from Gisborne. He said, I'd sooner be at home with my wife and kids. But he had an argument, and he felt it was worth driving all the way from Gisborne to bring it to Wellington. Uh, and uh, I've got to say, the speaker, Trevor Mallard, had the uh, place locked down like Fort, Fort Knox. Um, I had an appointment up the road, and the protest had diminished significantly. I couldn't get out, get out any of the gates, so I had to climb over a fence. And even when I came, <laughs> even when I came back there, I thought if the security sees me, I'll probably be dragged back in. Um, and when I came back uh, half an hour later, um, I had to climb over the same fence again because it was still locked down. Oh, and that's go, so secure, isn't it? If you can oh, climb over the yeah. fence, what a security fence! <laughs> that's right. And then I went. Uh, to go in the front door of Parliament, which is uh, uh, in the Beehive, yeah. and uh, there were probably half a dozen women there, and I can sort of understand now why it was locked down, because they were right at the door. On seeing me, they clearly thought I was an MP and started screaming at me, uh, telling telling me um, uh, what the government should be doing. Uh, when, I oh. ex when I explained to them, look, I'm not an MP, I'm a journalist, it just got worse. Yeah, of course uh, And was. I've got to say, I did say, look, I, I work... Uh, for Newstalk ZP, and suddenly they went, oh, well, no, he's a good one. He's okay then. Oh, jeez, no, Barry, what are you doing? You're aligning us with, with like, I mean, I think it's widely accepted that these people are a bit, a bit on the fringe. No, I think that what they were arguing was that the media weren't critical enough of the government, and uh, that's why they got a hard time. Okay, well, yeah, okay, thank you for that. Now, Judy <laughs> Collins, is she in trouble? Because I see all the National Party MPs are back and we're straight into it, aren't we? Simon, do you have the numbers? That kind of thing. Yeah, that's right. Look, it, it's very unlikely there'll be any move until next year. I talked around uh, some party members today. Uh, there is some concern that donors, the lifeblood of any political party, um, and uh, the supporters are starting to drift off to act 
and that's their worry. Uh, they feel that it'll be hard to get them back if it's left for too long. Now, the thinking is, uh, I've been told, from more than one uh, next February, but uh, possibly sooner uh, because the members are coming under pressure from party members and supporters uh, to act and roll the leadership. But, look, I, I still have the strong view it won't occur until next year. Yeah, I'll come back to it. Can I, can I talk to you about the PM going to Auckland tomorrow? Of course you can. Okay, so what's the dealio here? Because I'm getting a lot of people who are wanting to know her itinerary, even if I knew I wouldn't say it. No, but I'm also not. hearing a lot of people saying they would like to know where she is because they want to just have a uh, – just Chat just let it. her know how they're feeling, <laughs> just a, a gentle rebuke. And th- this is not from, yeah. like, crazy people. This is from very nice mother and mothers-in-law and stuff like that. Well, I'll tell you what, it's going to be kept very much under the radar, I can guarantee that. Um, But uh, look, when she was going into the house, I asked the Prime Minister what she hoped to achieve visiting a city that she said uh, that she knew enough about about when I first asked her about it through Zoom and talking to friends there and family, um, and that she didn't need to go there to see it for herself. That is, until the Speaker, Trevor Mallard, relaxed the isolation rules and she had no excuse not to go. But this is what she hopes to achieve. Why does she believe it's safe for him? That's not what she hopes to achieve. This is. <laughs> will be a chance for me to, to see things for myself. I have been staying in touch with um, business leaders and representatives. I, I am on uh, regular calls with our health workers. Um, but it is something to see it for yourself as well. Well, what I, I did make a specific request. So when I am visiting with some of our business representatives, we will be doing that on at a site where I'll be able to talk to the workforce. I'll also look for some other opportunities within the rules to be able to talk to other workers who have been operating at level at level three. Yeah, so I don't think there will be any walkabouts that we saw with mm. David Seymour or um, any sort of fraternising that we saw with uh, Judith Collins on a few occasions in Auckland. Yeah, I would say they will be getting some friendly business people together who aren't going to embarrass yep. the Prime Minister in front of the TV cameras and that'll be about the, the end of it. Barry, thank you, appreciate it. I'm glad you survived the fence. That's uh, Barry Sober, political editor.